to Under the Palm Tree with Jaki. I am your host, Jaki Dance, and just as one of the greatest women in the Hebrew Bible, Devorah, sat under her palm tree and judged the issues of her day, I too will sit under the palm tree that God has prepared for me to boldly weigh in on a wide variety of topics, situations, and circumstances. Literally anything that the Most High God inspires me to speak on, I will do just that. Under the palm tree with me, you will learn, you will grow, you will be stretched, and you will be challenged in many of your ideologies and thought processes. Know that you are at the right place at the right time. This is a place of truth and nothing but the truth. So help us God. With all of that being said, sit back, relax, and let's chat about it. Court is now in session. So for um, tonight's episode, I'm going to discuss what I am calling the case of Kimberly Brown versus Kimberly Brown. And if you have seen the video, you are very clear, I'm sure, why it has been titled as such, because although there was one person present in the video, we witnessed uh, several different personalities speaking. So, um, yeah, so we're going to go with that title tonight. And it is the perfect example. Tonight's episode is the perfect example of um, me having to speak on an issue that I personally do not want to talk about because I'm just over it. Um, I'm over these videos that are being um, posted, videos by infidels and factions that are not true representations of the Lord's church. Um, however, they are gross um, misrepresentations of the Lord's church and I'm over it, right? And, um, you know, it's just enough is enough. And it, again, it's just one of those moments that I don't want to talk about it, but I do know that uh, the Most High God is requiring that I speak on it because he needs his divine light shined on the situation. And, um, you know, there's a few things that I did um, notice that um, were associated with the situation that I really do believe need to be addressed. So again, it is a, a necessity, a great necessity for this um, video to be discussed. And once again, uh, enough is enough with this, right? With the craziness, with the foolishness of just this nonsense. These people are not representations of the Lord's church. And there is so much great work being done around the world um, by those that are in ministry that truly do represent the Lord's church. And um, just according to the word of God and just great, great, great things and ministry that they are doing. Um, but unfortunately, again, it is the work of these infidels and these factions that just seems to take front and center um, as, a, again, a gross misrepresentation of the Lord's church. So I'm going to talk about this tonight, um, yeah, because it is necessary. And, um, you know, we got to get this stuff right in Jesus's name. It must be made right. The crooked thing must be made straight. The high thing must be made low and the rough thing must be made smooth. 
So let me just jump right into this. So I don't know again how many of you all saw this video. It happened some days ago. It was on Facebook by a, it was posted by a woman named Kimberly Brown. She goes by the handle of pastor, maybe another one. I'm not sure, but I do remember um, that she does have a church. She is a pastor. She goes by the handle of pastor and Kimberly lives in Tampa, Florida. So out the gate, based on physical appearance alone, I knew that Kimberly was in trouble. She, her hair was unkempt. She looked as maybe, you know, looked as if she hadn't washed her face. Her eyes were googly. They were wide eyed. And again, based on physical appearance alone, it was quite obvious that um, Kimberly Brown was in serious, serious trouble. And um, once you moved past her physical appearance and you listened to what she was saying, she went into a full on rant. Um, Kimberly was cussing. I didn't say cursing. She was cussing. Kimberly was, um, she was having outbursts. She was yelling. She was crying. She was screaming. Um, she was making threats of, um, exposure there. I'm just trying to run through some of the highlights in this video there. Um, you had some folks who were calling in, they, um, was trying to get Kimberly to turn off her live. Um, you can tell, uh, depending on the person who called in, they were able to at least, um, touch Kimberly's heart because then, uh, she possibly started crying and explaining to them why she had to do this. She had no choice. Um, then you had others who called in and, uh, Kimberly began to cuss them out, telling them, uh, to get off her phone and they can watch her on the live. So it, it just really was a rant that was, um, it was something, right? It was, it was, it was something. And it was difficult in the very beginning for me to watch it. I just think my jaw dropped and I'm not like a shrinking violet. I'm not sensitive um, like that. So that wasn't the case, but it was, it, it hurt me watching Kimberly go through all of these emotions, the pain, the hurt, the anguish, the disappointment. It was very obvious to me, my professional experience, um, just my training and just ministry. It was very obvious that Kimberly um, was in the middle of some sort of a psychotic break. This video was, um, it was actually quite revelatory of um, Kimberly's condition. It, it really revealed what her uh, mental state was her emotional state, her spiritual state. It was very revealing and it was almost impossible to um, watch this video, to listen to Kimberly's rant and to not um, see quite clearly that um, Kimberly, again, really had reached a breaking point. And um, also, and I have to, to say this, it watching the rant, well, listening to the rant and watching Kimberly again with the outbursts and everything that was taking place within this video, I, to me, the thing that really just stood out was that she was um, an extremely wounded soul. 
her wounds to me were just so evident that I'm, I found myself tearing up as I'm, um, I'm listening to her rant. And it was also quite evident to me that Kimberly, uh, seems like a woman who has a very big heart. Um, that was something that just, it just leaped off of the video to me. She just seemed like she seems as if she has a very big heart and, um, Oh, and I also forgot within this video, she was, um, she started rattling off names. Um, she went into, she was going to reveal, um, the different people that she had slept with in the church. And, um, one thing, so I'm watching the video and I'm waiting for, uh, and she also mentioned, I'm sorry, I'm going to go back to that. Then she mentioned that at the top of the video, there was, uh, a leader who, um, influenced her daughter, I guess, to leave her home. She talked about that, but again, she was just all over the place, which isn't a strange thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. If someone is, um, in the middle of some sort of a break, that's not necessarily, um, strange as it relates to being just everywhere and all over the place. But, um, she, so I'm, I'm watching the video and I'm waiting for her to get to the thing because there's normally a trigger, right? Or it can be more than one trigger, but I'm waiting for her to get to that trigger that was the cause behind this specific video um, that she was, that she had posted it, the one that she was at that moment ranting on. So I'm listening to the video. I'm waiting for her to um, pinpoint the trigger. The video was going on. I think the video in total was maybe, it was less than 30 minutes, 20 minutes or so. I don't know if there was another part to it, but the part that I watched was approximately 20, 25 minutes. It was less than 30 minutes if I'm um, correct. And <clears throat> excuse me, she, um, the video was going on and finally she makes a statement and she says the thing that pushed, I don't want to paraphrase that caused me to do this video. I wasn't going to take it anymore. She said, you don't put me on your flyers. So I said, okay. So she says it again, you put when somebody else comes to your ministry. And I don't know who she was addressing at that specific moment. She did name, name the person, but I don't remember. She said, when, no, when you come to my church, she said, I put you on the flyers. She said, but when I come to your church, you don't put me on your flyers as if you're ashamed of me. Or maybe to paraphrase or to suggest that um, whoever this person was, they didn't want people to know that Kimberly was going to be at the service. So that really got my attention that she pinpointed the cause of this rant in this video and what um, prompted her to go live. She named it as the flyer, which although it sounds strange, but yes, that could be a trigger, right? Anything can be a trigger um, for the cause that she decided to do this video at that moment. So then that just got my wheel suspending, right? That just... I had to look at it from um, a different angle because I think that that spoke volumes that um, not being put on a flyer, 
right? If that was the trigger that caused her, that was the straw literally that broke the camel's back. And um, to me, it just spoke volumes to, um, and it spoke to really the current condition of the church, this whole flyer bit and the almost everybody wants to be a star. And, and, and let me be clear, because I have to say this, this is not the Lord's church as a whole. It's just, again, as I stated earlier, it's just these infidels and these factions that are using ministry and they use the Lord's church to be superstars. And the reality is you will find a lot of these people do this because they really, their big dream was to make it to Hollywood, right? Their big dream was to have their name in lights or, you know, you'll find oftentimes a lot of them wanted to be R and B singers, right? They wanted to be pop singers. They wanted to be actors, but at the end of the day, they didn't have it, right? They didn't have the chops to cut it. They didn't have the talent or I don't even want to use the word talent. They really just didn't have what, you know, it took to get to Hollywood or to be the R&B singer. So what they did was they decided to, you know, they're going to take all of their stuff and they are going to torture us and bring it to the church. So we by, by, by default, I guess, right. We have been held captive to these people who never really had a heart for ministry and God did not call them to ministry. They called themselves to ministry because their dreams of get grandeur and to make it to Hollywood, it fell flat. So now we all became a captive audience. Those of us that really wanted to do ministry to these people that didn't have what it took to make it to Hollywood. So that was my thought. And I said, okay, well, I wonder if Kimberly is one of those people, you know, because why would a flyer set you off like that? Like the bigness of ministry and why would it be a flyer? unless it wasn't the flyer and maybe it was, was she in a relationship with this person? And was it really that she felt like the person was hiding her or, you know, was she a dirty little secret? You know? So to me, I really would want to, I'm not going to, I mean, after this video, I probably will only speak about it again when I have to. So I'm not even going to say that after this, not this video, after this podcast, I'm probably just going to leave this alone. <clears throat> but um, I think that that is something to anybody that's interested in the story and you want to take it a step further. That is something that you should probably look into. Um, why that flyer? What was the real story behind the flyer? That was the thing that set her off. So um, so it was that part. Then it was something else. She talked about the flyer. Oh, okay. So, okay. So normally in situations like this. I'm always very interested in what the people are saying, right? So I'm the person, uh, the video played, I have to go to the comments, right? Because I'm just like, okay, what are the thoughts behind this video? Um, I like to read the different perspectives and the opinions, and especially with something like this, because now you have involved the saved, the unsaved, the sanctified, the unsanctified, you know, it's just like a potpourri of people. Um, and it just really gives you an ability to step in and see what these thoughts are. So when um, I started to scroll down the comments and, you know, I was able to read a good amount of them. And, um, and I'll normally read, I'll try to read basically as many as I can kind of tolerate to get a handle on majority opinion, minority opinion, or, or what have you. So 
um, this, this is, this is the thing that it, it disturbed me and, um, it disturbed me and I'm going, I'm going to tell you what it was. So I was looking at the comments and there was a, a good amount of people who I'm going to say, um, they just took this self-righteous, high-minded, um, just this, just this approach to make this judgment on, um, the content of this video and their, uh, their assessment and their evaluation of who Kimberly is as a person. And, um, you know, I guess from this video, they just learned everything they need to know about her as a person to, um, basically, you know, say who she is, who Kimberly is from this video. And I, I believe for me, that really disturbed me because you had those saying that there's no way in the world she was saved because she was cursing. Right. Then there was like another group that they focused on her. Um, they focused on, it was the cursing. Then they focused on, right. That it was, you know, pretty obvious that Kimberly was in some sort of a psychotic break, right. Or a mental break. And they focused on that and just, you know, brushed her off with the, the crazy thing, right. She's crazy. This woman is out of her mind and, you know, they just brushed it off. Then there was, there was the third thing. Oh yes. That Kimberly was a demoniac. That was the other thing that she's just full of the devil. She needs to be delivered. She, um, you know, they just stamped her as like this demon possessed woman. Right. And so those were the three things I saw that, um, it disturbed me. So for every person that had those thoughts and they, um, took the seat of her, I don't even want to say, I guess her judge in a sense, and you made a determination on who Kimberly was as a person because of this video, this rant video. Um, it's just so interesting to me that, and I always say this, I'm going to continue to say it because it is true. Two or more things can be true at one time. So was Kimberly Carson? Yes, she was. Was it a spirit of profanity? Yes, it was. Um, does the Holy Bible speak against profane speech? Yes, it does. Is our God a profane God? No, he is not. Would our Holy God, our pure God, um, the Holy Spirit be the driving force behind Kimberly's cursing? Of course not. It was a demo It was a demon. It was, um, definitely was, <laughs> powered by a source that was not the Holy Ghost. Okay. That's pretty obvious. Every believer knows that with the way this woman was cursing. No, that was not of God, but that does not mean that Kimberly is not saved. It's amazing to me because maybe your thing isn't cursing, but what did you do when somebody hurt you? And so it's quite, you know, it's quite possible that Kimberly was saved right? But maybe Kimberly never got delivered from a cursing demon. Let's be real. It's quite obvious to me, Kimberly is not sanctified. So I'm not suggesting that at some point in Kimberly's life, she hadn't re reached a place of sanctification. But clearly this place of hurt that she has been in pulled Kimberly out of a place of sanctification. So give me a break. So we know profane speech is not of God. We know that that is not holy sanctified language. 
But that does not mean that Kimberly is not safe because she was cursing. And if you are a believer, you should also have the basic understanding that says the enemy is not, um, he is very crafty and he's very clever and he understands the power in taking advantage of a weak moment. He understands the power of taking advantage of a low place. He understands the power of moving through a person's wound, right? He understands the power of taking advantage of an individual when they are in a broken place. So it's not strange that Kimberly started cursing and carrying on because clearly she's wounded. So we can move that to the side. So let's not come against Kimberly's uh, salvation because she was cursing. One, two, for her to be brushed off as being crazy. This woman obviously was um, exhibiting signs of someone who was in the middle of a break. You know, I would want to think that if you have lived long enough, you have been through situations that have put you in places very similar to Kimberly. Many of you all have experienced tremendous church hurt. I know I have, and there is nothing more devastating than church hurt. And so if it pushed this woman to a place that she, she broke and she snapped. Oh, well, thirdly, um, her being a demoniac again in, in, in low places, in wounded places, in hurt places, a person will find that oftentimes they are at their most vulnerable state. And so it is not against strange that the enemy would try to take advantage over or take advantage of an individual because they are at a low place. So it is quite possible that Kimberly, it, obviously she's oppressed by demons, right? It's quite obvious. You could tell by her physical appearance, you know, it appeared as if she was in a state of depression or, you know, I don't know exactly what her a mental health uh, um, history is, but clearly Kimberly did not look like she had bathed right? I'm, I'm going to say it. She had, her face didn't look washed. Her hair was very wiry. I said this earlier, her hair was wiry. She had like crud and like crust in her eyes, in the corners of her mouth. So that's something that is also something that can be a, an indication that someone mentally may not be in the best space. But see the thing, the thing about this, right? And this is the point that I want to get to demonically oppressed, cursing, um, in the middle of a psychotic break, all of these things. It was, I did see, I'm not, I'm not going to say nobody said it, but for those voices who chose to, um, make a determination on who Kimberly was as a person because of this video based on those things. But what was your opinion about the things that she was saying as it related to these leaders that she was exposing. There should have been a fire. There should have been a, uh, a passion for justice as it related to the things Kimberly was saying about these leaders. So let's not focus on Kimberly cursing. Let's not focus on um, Kimberly's obvious state, her physical appearance, her, her mental state, her emotional state. But let's focus on the other thing that Kimberly was saying, because this is the problem. And you have these leaders, these false leaders who are not representations, true representations of the Lord's church. I don't know who called these people, right? I don't know who called them. I, I believe many of them, they called themselves. Kimberly alluded to there was somebody working some kind of, you know, African stuff, 
trying to work this stuff. I don't know what it was, right? Something spooky. She said they were using it and trying to act like it was the power of God, of the Holy One. You know, then she talked about, you know, just so many different uh, salacious things that took place, allegedly, right, at the hands of these leaders. So where is the discussion on that, right? Where is that discussion? And the, 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 the focus should be to make sure Kimberly is restored, right? That's the focus because I watched the video and you want to know what my thoughts, I had the thoughts and said, Jesus, how can I reach Kimberly? I need to find out where Kimberly is. I want to talk to Kimberly. So let's, let's stay focused, right? That is the thing everybody should have been up in arms about was the stuff she said as it related to these leaders and the things that they're doing behind closed doors, you know? Because at the end of the day, this is in total alignment once again with what we see taking place in 2020, exposure. And so I want to send a word of warning, right, to any leader, anyone under the, the sound of my voice, you are a so-called leader in the Lord's church. I need you to hear the prophet of God right now. Clean up your act. Ask God to forgive you. It is time for you to repent because in not many days hence, your exposure is going to hit everything that has happened in this land, in this world, since the start of this year. And some of you all still have the unmitigated goal to still be playing games with the lives of God's people. And so I am sending a word, a word of warning. It is time for you to stop because exposure is about to hit your house. It's about to hit. And there is a turning. There is a changing that is happening in the church. And God has set um, he, he's, he's setting this, this stage for those that are really his, they are about to be launched to the forefront. The remnant is really about to come to the forefront. And so again, I want to encourage you, you know, you haven't been living right. You know, you playing games with God's people, you know, you know, God didn't call you, you know, you called yourself. It is time for you to ask him to forgive you. It is time for you to repent and it is time to stop just stop. Um, because as much as I did not want to talk about, uh, this issue, I had to talk about it because there's so many people who are just otherwise minded. They're just so distracted. Why would you allow yourself to be distracted by the profanity? You know, like you all just have like the, the just the, the purest virgin ears. Like you never heard somebody curse before, please. Right. Some of you right now curse worse than you're more, more of a professional cursor than Kimberly. <laughs> please stop. And, um, and so why would you be distracted by the cursing and her physical appearance, her mental state, her emotional state? And you did not stop to take the time to listen to the other thing that Kimberly was saying, which was big, right? That was big. So what is my verdict on Kimberly Brown versus Kimberly Brown? Um, well, my, my initial thought on this is that, um, my end thought, I guess, on this situation is that I hope and I pray that Kimberly can connect to some real Christians and some real believers and some real true, um, real deal Christians who can um, hold her hand and who can get her to a place of health in her mind, her body and her soul. Um, I'm praying that her wounds can be healed and, um, 
I'm also praying for those who caused her such great harm. And I'm pretty sure not only Kimberly, but, you know, normally victimizers do what they do. And that is victimized. So um, I'm praying for them. I'm praying that they come to a place of repentance. And I'm praying for um, each and every person that was also victimized by them in addition to Kimberly Brown. I do think that Kimberly needs to, um, again, take a break. I think she needs to, um, she may need to press pause on her ministry and again, just focus on herself, her restoration, her recovery, her healing, and um, in all of those things. So was Kimberly's behavior acceptable? Of course not. Was Kimberly's rant inappropriate? Of course it was. But it is impossible to watch something like that and not have compassion and not have um, and not empathize um, with an individual who is in that type of state. I will say that um, from this video, I do feel unction to talk more about the subject of sanctification what it is, what it is not, because I do think a lot of you guys need to be reminded what the whole sanctification piece is about. And, um, so I'm, I'm probably, I don't know if I'm going to do that next episode, but I want to talk about sanctification and, um, it's necessary. It's really necessary because anything does not go right. It doesn't go. So that is all. For this episode, as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Under the Palm Tree with me, Jaki. And um, I will meet you again under the palm tree next week at 8 p.m. Love you all very much. Um, I pray just for God's greatness in and over everything that you do. You know, just make sure that he is always glorified in all of it. All right. So that's it. Love you guys. Be blessed until next week under the palm tree with Jaki at 8 PM. And don't forget, subscribe, 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 and, um, love you so much. See you then. Bye-bye.